Welcome to the Futurist Public Intellectual. This week's Supreme Court case that I'm going to cover is 303 Creative LLC v. Elenis. Of the three cases that the Supreme Court decided this June, this one is probably the most straightforward one. It's straightforward because First Amendment jurisprudence is well settled and easy to understand. Like the related case Masterpiece Cake Shop v. Colorado Civil Rights Commission, 303 Creative involves the notoriously onerous Colorado Anti-Discrimination Act. It is a public accommodations law that prohibits public accommodations from denying the full and equal enjoyment of its goods and services to any customer based on their race, creed, disability, sexual orientation, or other statutorily enumerated trait. Historically, public accommodations laws were applied to businesses like hotels and restaurants because they would refuse to provide their services to customers that they were prejudiced against. The problem is that a website is not the same as a restaurant, or a hotel, or a movie theater. The goods and services provided by traditional types of public accommodations are all similar in that what they are providing are all generic. The restaurant's lasagna is the same dish that they would serve whether the diner was a straight Christian or a gay man. There is no particular reason other than the purveyor's prejudice that would prevent the lasagna from being served. It's the same with the hotel. The rooms are all generic and would be the same room regardless of the hotel guest. In contrast, when one creates an expressive work like a website, the web designer has to wrestle with the fact that they might be implicitly condoning the very thing that they sincerely believe is morally wrong. It's not hard to see that a designer's forced expression through the creative work of the website could encroach on their First Amendment rights. Why would we want to force a Jewish web designer to accept a project involving a neo-Nazi organization? The neo-Nazis would have the First Amendment rights to both create an organization and engage in speech about their neo-Nazi beliefs. It does not, however, in accordance with this Supreme Court case, have the right to force a Jewish web designer to create a website for them. Just like in Masterpiece Cake Shop, I'm not understanding why BGLQT people need to have everyone cater to their needs. In other words, even if it's not a religious issue, First Amendment issue, or a sexual orientation issue, why would you want to work with someone who despises your identity and life choices? I find it very strange that Colorado continues to waste so much energy fighting these First Amendment cases regarding its public accommodations law when sexual orientation is neither a constitutionally protected status nor is there a lack of BGLQT-friendly cake and web designers. 
It's absolutely wonderful that the Supreme Court has historically had the backbone to protect the voices that the general public finds repugnant. A diversity of viewpoints cannot be maintained if certain perspectives are silenced merely because they are unfashionable. In other words, we have to protect the speech of our enemies because one day they might be the majority and may try to silence us. One's majority status is not guaranteed, so in order to protect everyone, all voices, regardless of content, are protected by the First Amendment. Liberals continue to not understand that BGLQT discrimination is, for the most part, legal. The general public might be surprised to find out that other than racial, ethnic, and national origin discrimination, discrimination does not get strict scrutiny. For example, discrimination by biological sex or age is perfectly legal in many contexts and rightfully so. Wouldn't it be problematic if an employer had to hire an 80-year-old applicant for fear of an age discrimination lawsuit? Discrimination per se is not illegal, nor should it be. If liberals truly want BGLQT people to not be discriminated in all spheres of public life, then a constitutional amendment is going to be necessary. Until that day arrives, the First Amendment will and should always prevail. Thank you for listening to The Futurist Public Intellectual.